Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Oh 
Thank you. That was beautiful. Can we give them another hand? You always guys seem to pick a song that'll make me cry. <laughs> Man. Some of us may feel... that this is a weary time because we're missing somebody who might have just recently passed or who, you know, this is, it's exciting for Christmas, but sometimes it brings out a little bit of sadness too. <laughs> and this is interesting for me because December 23rd was when my sister transitioned, so I'm getting closer to Christmas, which is exciting. <laughs> And I'm getting closer to her going to God in full excitement, which is exciting. <sighs> Thank you, God. No tissue? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm not the only one hurting like this. I know there are others here hurting. <sighs> And so I touch and agree, and I thank you all for touching and agree with, with us who are kind of grieving and hurting, letting us feel your love and the love of Christ. This is an exciting time, it is. However, I still want to honor that some of us have a hurtful moments in those times, you know? And that's powerful. It's part of the human experience. It's wonderful. And then how we move into thanking God in the experience, because when you hurt deeply, it means you loved deeply, you know? So that's exciting, right? Okay, I'm just trying to walk it off. You know how you walk it out? Okay, I'm walking it off. Okay, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. All right, let me stick this here so I'll remember. All righty. I do have a funny joke. <laughs> oh, and laughter is so powerful. I laugh at all the things when I miss my mom, because I'm missing my mom too. My mom loved Christmas trees. We had her Christmas tree up when we found out about uh, the cancer returning in her. Uh, it moved into her lungs from, it was breast cancer. It was right after Christmas in, in January. So we had the tree up all that year, and we had it up three more years after. And then during the summertime, she loved turning the tree on. So in the summertime, when we were thinking about her, we'd turn on a tree, and she was the kind that wanted to have a fire in the summertime. My dad used to say it, make it romantic. He was like, woo, it's hot in here, but I'll have a fire for you, baby. So we used to do that, and we used to joke about it. And so with my sister, there's funny things, and that's how we celebrate. We joke about her. So we'll call each other up, and we'll just start talking about either my sister or my mother, and then we'll laugh, and that brings us out of it. Um, out of the hurt part about it, it moves it into the joy and fun part of remembering. So now I'm remembering. Thank you, God. So, okay, so my cute joke. So I was, uh, I heard this story about this man who called a church, and when um, the secretary answered the phone, he said, I would like to talk to the head hog in charge of the trough. And she said, what? Now, if you want to talk to the pastor, you can say I'd like to talk to the pastor, but there is no head hog in, of the trough here. And he said, oh, okay, well, that's fine. But I was actually calling because I was thinking about giving a $5,000 donation to your church. She said, oh, hold on, Porky's on his way in. 
<laughs> I thought that was really funny. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so in this month of life, for our unity, in the unity movement, we usually study more deeply the spiritual power of life in the month of December. And the spiritual power of life is usually the charged area in your lower abdomen area. And what we've been studying this month is strengthening our, our spiritual power of life. And today what I want to go into is living with an open heart. But what I want to discuss with this, with this is how living with an open heart strengthens your spiritual life and how adding that with sacred giving makes you even more powerful, strengthens your, your life, the, the source within you, even more powerfully. Life, what we consider the power of life in unity, represents our power to be energetic. It represents our power to vitalize, to enliven, to, um, to just charge up and invigorate and animate. That's, that it, it represents the power to do that, but when you go deeper in it, in there, as we talked about, as we've been discussing this month, is actually the, the, the life force that is you. So Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity, says that, the, that life is divine, spiritual, and its source is God. So it's that God vibration within you that is moving and breathing and having its being in you as your personality moves and breathes and has, has its being in God through your body. He also says that man can truly quicken your, strength, your, your spiritual life and revitalize your mind and body by only consciously connecting with spirit. Now, we are always connected with spirit, and I want us to always remember that we are always connected with spirit. We don't always act like it, <laughs> but we are always connected. So what Charles Fillmore means when he says consciously contacting that spiritual essence within us is moving into the Christ consciousness that you are. And this contact we talked, we've been talking about this a lot. Um, the fourth unity principle deals with prayer and meditation, aligning our minds with God through prayer and meditation. Every time you tap into who you are, the essence of God within you, you already charge, you, it's like plugging in and you vibrate, you, 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 you connect, you get, get vibrate very strongly. Today, I want to talk about the good works part about it. Last week, we talked about the good works part about it, but we talked about good works in a form of forgiveness and how that is one of the most powerful ways you can charge up your spirit, your spiritual essence, is to move into a space of forgiveness, giving love for, for, or anything good for those things that we've re received or that was given to us that was error-based or false. And what we said was, and what I say by we is, God using me, is that it's not what the person does or the situation that we've not forgiven. It's not that situation or the thing. It's what we're thinking about it that's caused the unforgiveness. And we know this because the same thing or the same person can do something to uh, something. Somebody else can have the same experience and think about it differently, and they won't have any unforgiveness or resentment or anger or disappointment there. And so it depends on how you're thinking about it. We create our world through our thoughts held in mind. That's the third unity principle. And that's how you create a stronger vibration of who you are inside, right? So we're going to go deeply into how oh, living with an open heart 
and sacred giving charges up the spiritual life inside of us. I want to start off by talking about this guy, Dr. Emoto. Anybody heard of him before? He wrote this book called Messages of, Me of Water. And the truth is that we are about 75, between 50 and 75% water. It's what we are. We're, we're, we're that, right? And Dr. Emoto, for, for 20 years or so, went into discussing or, or researching the power that our conscious mind has on water. And let's see if I have it. Nope. Uh, I'll go into that in a second. I'm following spirit. Okay. If we have negative thoughts, negative words, negative energy that goes into water, I don't know if you can see that clearly, but it, it uh, mutates the shape of the water. So he had people take bottles of water or containers of water, and he had them feed into it an energy of like, I hate you, or you can't do this, or I'll kill you, or you're the devil, or you're a fool, or all of those things, or even the energy before you pray over the water. He even took polluted water and, 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 and took it, and what he did was after the energy was infused into the water, he crystallized it and looked, under it, looked at it under a microscope, the molecules of water. This is what it looked like. It was mutated because of the vibration that was sent into the water. Oh, I'm going up there, not here. But then when you take positive messages, love, peace, compassion, thinking of someone as an angel, after praying over the water, even polluted water, after praying over it, thank you, gratitude. He even had on his water containers the words, I love you on one side and gratitude on another. And my kids and I did that before when I first heard about this about 20 years, uh, Dion's 22, so maybe about 19 years ago. So I want to start doing this again. But look at how the water crystallizes it. When you give that vibration of higher energy words and higher energy consciousness and you infuse it into water molecules, this is what happens. So Dr. Moto asked this question. If this is what our consciousness can give to water, and you are 70% water, what are your words doing to you? What is your consciousness doing to you? Are you living in a vibration of this? Because I promise you, every time you think something negative, every time you feel an insecurity, every time you're feeling something that's unworthy and out of alignment with Christ, you're creating this type of vibration. And if your blood were to be taken and they separate the molecules of water, you will see some type of corrosion starting to happen. So negative thinking and closed heart energy causes you to lower in vibration, and it causes the molecules in your very blood cells that are water-based, it causes you to lower down, and this is what happens inside of you. This is what starts to happen inside of us. I don't know about you, but I prefer that. <laughs> Did you see how you felt when you looked at the other one? Do you see how you feel looking at this? I have um, been doing a lot of research on this, and not just this week, because I've been living it out this week, but I've been looking at how heart coherence, and heart coherence is when the 
The brain, the waves from your heart are in alignment with the brain waves, what you're thinking, when they're in alignment. And when they're in alignment, what happens is you plugged into the consciousness of who you are and you raise your vibration and you open yourself up. Now, there's another doctor, Dr. David Hamilton. And Dr. David, David Hamilton used to, he's an organic chemist, but he stopped being an organic chemist when he realized the power of what, of what acts of kindness and what love does to the heart. He calls it um, protect, uh, protective vibrations, the protective behaviors towards your heart. And he was saying that when you move in a space of being open and loving, not only does it raise your vibration in your bloodstream, it also softens your arteries, the walls of your arteries. It softens the walls of your arteries. It lowers your blood pressure. It, it brings you into a sense of well-being. It increases your immune system. It increases your respiratory system. Everything is raised up into a higher level. In the moment you move into these ways of thinking, you're moving into your nature. He says that our very, our, our very nature is kindness. And when we're doing anything that is, or saying anything that is like this, we're going against the grain of who we are. Now, we have grown up with the words evil and sin. And I want us to take those words and I want us to, to move out of the negative connotation of what they are. The word evil is the word live backwards. And I had the, 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 the slide up there, but I, I don't think you need to see the slide to see evil and live and see that the word evil is the word live backwards. And the moment that you are moving out of consciousness, you're moving into a vibration and a behavior that will be considered evil in the Bible. But in the Bible... When we take that connotation, what we've grown up with is, is negative and it's shameful. Really what it means is it's an indicator that you need to move back into alignment with God. And then when you think of the word sin, which is also dealing with negative messages that you are telling yourself or somebody else, that's all it is. Because you're out of a life. Sin is an archery word that means you've missed the mark. That's all. So I want us to move out of this because Charles and Merle Fillmore, the co-founders of Unity, use these words as indicators on when we are in alignment and in our highest vibration, flowing with the vibration of God or out of alignment and moving into limited consciousness. The other thing that Dr. David said was that Whenever we give an act of kindness, and Greg Braden talks about this a lot. They talk about the electromagnetic field in the heart. And whenever you give an act of kindness, and not only does it raise your vibration, but in, and it moves you into a higher experience of well-being, but the other person is touched by it too. I was thinking, oh man, I saw this. I've been looking at a lot of uh, videos lately about acts of kindness, and I saw this one video where this guy went into a grocery store, it was a Kroger, and he started paying for people's, um, their, 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 uh, their groceries, right? And so he would move up, he would, he would look in, he would be in line, he'd just walk up in line, and whoever was in front of him, he'd look at their, how much their order was, and he'd say it out loud, and he'd say, okay, and then he'd put the money down and say, God bless you. He touched them. He always touched them. And I noticed what he was touching with was touching and agreeing that God is good. Not me, God. God is good in you. And the moment he gave that act of kindness and he said, God is good, he activated that in that person. Now, that person was already feeling like shocked because of the, the, the behavior. One of the ladies was like, what? She's like, and I've been crying all this morning. And then she kept on crying. She started crying again. 
It triggered it in her. And now the cashier knew what was going to happen. She saw every time he'd step up what was going to happen, so she was prepared for it. And some of them were looking like, oh, my God. She was like, you can say thank you, you know? And they were like, is this for real? And then I know you might have heard about um, during Christmas time, and I don't want this to be just Christmas time that we're doing this. These are called sacred, this is sacred giving. It's coming from the heart, and this is the kicker. The moment you do it without expecting it back, you open yourself up for the flow of it to come back to you unexpectedly. And in the degree and in the consciousness that you send it out there, if you put an expectation on it to come back to you, and it doesn't come back in the way you expect it to come back, then you end up in that, in the, uh, Moving from this back to that. Because you expected it to show up that way, and then you get disappointed. And the moment you put in a disappointment thought, and your vibration drops, and you start creating that. When you stay in a space of sacred giving, sacred giving means your hands are off of it. You move with the consciousness of Christ inside of you. You give when you feel led to give. Sometimes we give, and we're not led to give. Sometimes it's not meant for us to give it to a certain person. This police officer, I saw a picture of this police officer. He was walking his, what they would say, walking his beat. And he saw it was really, really cold. He had had on two layers of socks, like weather socks, and these really thick, you know, boots that they wear. And he walked past this homeless man who was sitting barely covered up, and his feet were out, and he saw calluses on the bottom, like these big callus on the bottom of his feet. And he was so moved, he went to the store and got the guy a couple pairs of socks and some nice boots to put on. And someone who was a tourist was walking by and happened to see the police officer giving. Now see, when you give a sacred giving, not only does it raise your vibration in you, it raises the vibration of the person you've given to, and everybody who's witnessed it, their vibration raises as well. The electromagnetic field inside of you, as you see it, it activates it in them too. So she took the picture and she put it on Facebook and it went viral. And he ended up being honored for it. When you give with a sacred space of giving, it opens up. This is the kicker that Dr. David was saying too about heat. What it happens is it triggers this hormone in the body called oxytocin. Oxytocin is considered the feel-good uh, hormone, right? This is the kicker. Oxytocin is the hormone that triggers contractions in women and causes the contractions to keep going to push the baby out. But it also dopes up the mother and the baby at the same time so that they can feel an expectancy of being in each other's arms instead of being stuck to the trauma of going through the pregnancy. Isn't it awesome how God set us up that way? Now, that's a natural way of being doped up. <laughs> And every time you do an act of kindness and you purify the molecules in your body and you raise your vibration like that, you trigger the oxytocin and the oxytocin softens your, you, because you're in a soft space, it softens your arteries, it softens you, it raises you up into a higher vibration. And every time you give, you activate it over and over again. And then every time you think about what you did, it activates. And then every time you think about like we're going to be giving these gifts downstairs, when we think about it, doesn't it feel good? And Michael, and who, who's given before and actually gone to the families? And you said that they're really touched by it. And that stays with you for the rest of, doesn't it? Wouldn't you like that feeling to stay with you instead of the trauma of something that you experienced that you're reliving? Wouldn't you like to relive that? 
And every time you think about what you experience, this is what happens. And then every time you think about what you're about to do, this is what happens. What I'm going to do on December 23rd to honor my sister. I heard this story of a couple that for 365 days, they did an act of kindness, a kind, an act of kindness every single day. They gave pizza to the police department. They made cookies and took them to the library or to the mailbox person or the UPS person. And they went and they helped out charities. They did a lot of things. Every day they did something different and they placed it online. I think they called, uh, uh, I don't remember what, I don't want to say the hashtag and be wrong, but they, it was awesome and it inspired me. So on December 23rd, I'm going to start that day in honor of my sister transitioning to be a gift of God's presence. And I am going to give an act of kindness every single day, whether it's a big act or a small act for 365 days. That's how I'm going to do it. And every single time I think about it, every time I'm trying to plan it out, how I'm going to do it, I'm going to be raising up my vibration My heart's going to be open and feeling the presence of God on a fuller level. And then not only am I going to be feeling the presence of God on a higher level with me, purifying me, now I'm thinking about who I'm going to give to. And my mind is going to be raising up in this vibration of a higher level. And then the person who I'm thinking about or the, the, the area that I'm thinking about giving, because I'm thinking about that area and my electromagnetic field in my heart is going to trigger an open, receptive heart that will guide me. Be a magnet to guide me to that person or place or wherever. Doesn't that sound awesome? You guys want to try this with me? Yay. And we can share it. We can share it on Facebook together. We have to put something on there, Faith. (laughs) I'm excited. Okay, let's go back to the scripture. The scripture came to me. This is the scripture that is on the Advent book for today, if I remember correctly. And it says, let's not merely say that we are love, that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. You know, actions speak louder than words. Yes, my telling you they love you and that's why they're spanking you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't feel love too much when I was getting a spanking. I don't know about you, but I didn't. This is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. No, sir, it doesn't. <laughs> Especially if you're using a belt because your hand is not touching me. Oh, your arm might get out of socket. Yeah, but I want us to hold this in our heart for the rest of the week. Not just thinking about love. The thinking about the love does activate it inside of you, just like what we saw with the water molecules. But when you act, it puts it in hyperdrive. And it builds up inside of yourself that oxytocin, that hormone. And it rises you up into a vibration of higher sacred life. And when you're in a vibration of higher sacred life, what you give is touched by the angel that is you. Isn't that awesome? We're all walking angels. We may not act like it, but we are all walking earth angels. So let's go keep going. One of the things I love by this... um, Greek uh, fabulous, Aesop, he says, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. You know why it's never wasted? Because not only does the vibration of the love that you've given well up inside of you first and then get magnified as you give it out, the universe is going to bring it back to you. It's never wasted. Even a nice thought about somebody and a smile 
brings it back to you. Because when you give a smile love, it adds this hyperdrive to it. And it opens up the heart of the person who is receiving it. Have you ever seen that smiles are contagious? That's why I smile at everybody. I want to see the world smiling back at me. I don't want to frown back at me, so I want it reflected. Because if you frown, sometimes people will frown back, but I tend to smile back at my frowns. And then Mark Mead says, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, let's say this last part, it is the only thing that ever has. So as we together move into this space of sacred giving today, and then continue to move into a sacred, sacred space of giving to the world as a group, we can change the world. We may seem small, but our hearts are big when you think about the electromagnetic field that goes out. And, when, and, and, and the beautiful part is, as, you mer as you're together, our electromagnetic fields are merging together right now. And then the people who we think about who we want to give to, we merge with them. That's why we're omnipresent. That's why we're omnipresent. And one of the most powerful things that you can do is send out an I love you prayer to someone. I love you and I bless you to the highest vibration of your good. I want you to say that with me. I want you to say, I love you. And I want you to think about somebody, and I want you to say it again. I love you, and I bless you into the highest vibration of good. And since your heart is omnipresent, it is now connecting with whoever you are thinking about, and it's activating them as well. And every time you go into meditation, you tap in to the God in you, but you also create a coherence between the heart waves and the mind. The heart has its own brain. It, it has its own way of acting. And you know, you can get really emotional when you run away with yourself. Really what you're getting emotional about is what you're thinking about it. And then your mind, your, your heart, you think you're being overwhelmed by your heart, but your heart is always in a space of peace, always. So whenever you are feeling disconnected, Whenever you're feeling confused or upset or angry, hold your heart. That activate, whatever you touch brings your consciousness right there. Hold your heart. Feel a vibration of gratitude. Feel a vibration of love. Feel a vibration of thanksgiving. It activates the oxyto oxytocin in you. It automatically shifts you. And then breathe in and out through your heart to activate the electromagnetic field to send it out. And then think of somebody you really love, even if they've transitioned, and say that blessing. Say that blessing. I promise you what you feel inside is the connection from that communication because God will always answer that prayer, always. So I want us to, do I have the affirmations next, God? I do. Okay, so I want us to do these affirmations together. As I align my mind with God, I create heart-mind coherence. Let's say the second one. Through loving thoughts like gratitude, thankfulness, compassion, and through sacred acts of giving, I strengthen my spiritual life. Now, I'm going to ask you this question I've been asking you all this week. Are you ready to go deeper? Yes. Hey, yes, yeah, that's right. I am ready to go deeper. Are you ready to go deeper? I'll ask you again. Are you ready to go deeper? I am ready to go deeper. So we're going to go deeper together, right? Yes. 
Now, I'm going to leave you with this cute little, cute little Snoopy. I love Snoopy. Isn't that powerful? Charlie Brown says, we only live once, Snoopy. And Snoopy says, wrong. We only die once. We live when? Every day. So this is a kicker. When you go to sleep, you die to that day. And when you wake up, you wake up into a higher vibration of what you've learned. And your heart has learned it. Your heart knows it. And your heart is ready to give it. Are we ready to give today? Are we ready to give according to how we feel in the connection of God that we are meant to give? Yes? Yes? Only a few people? (laughs) That's okay if it is. That's okay. But I'll ask you again. Are we ready to give in a space that we know God is leading us to give? Yes? Yes. Thank you. All righty. I'm done.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.